Yo, yo, what up? It's the Chillest Fuck Podcast. It's your boy, Young Eel. Uh, how y'all doing? It's been a hot little minute. Um, rainy as hell where I'm at. It's crazy as hell. Um, the state of rap is kind of wild right now. Eminem just dissed the entire rap game with the new album, fresh ass album from what I heard. Joe Budden is pissed. He has reason to be great rapper. I would love to see a spar between the MGK responded with a very good and formidable dish. Um, just wait on M to respond. I haven't gotten any, you know, some response from M, but I think that it'll be a very, you know, a very cool one. Takashi Six Nine tried to respond. He was on the list of people that M actually dished and. I'm like, man, well, you know, Takashi, man, you're, you know, you're good at what you do, man. But you're dealing with, you know, centuries old, the rap study, niggas that appreciate the craft. I'm not saying you don't appreciate the craft, but, you know, whatever. All these niggas, man, they mad at M. And M is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's really nothing you can take from him. He's an all-around great artist, great guy, family man. Might have had some turmoil in this situation at first. Crazy. But I would love to see what comes from it. It's good for the culture, man. None of this murder rap like these niggas out here preaching. But, yeah, um, sad news. Uh, One of my favorite rappers, great young rapper, man, 26 years old. Mac Miller dies of a drug overdose, man. I really heard about it. I really have enjoyed Mac's music over the years. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to say I'm, like, fanatical with it. But things that I've heard, I really enjoyed, man. Uh, Diablo is, like, one of my all-time favorite songs, period. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that, uh, you know, I'm I'm hurt about it because I feel like he's a little brother to me. But at the same time, yo, like, yo, whatever you're doing, man, you know, you got to understand that your life is more important than anything that you put in your body or anything that you're willing to do or is, is more important, you know what I'm saying? Um Great rapper, Mac Miller, man. Gone too soon. Drug overdose. Man, mad love to Mac and his family. Hurt. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, it ain't really changing. Um, I'm from Chicago, and anybody from, you know, America can tell you that Chicago is uh, uh, like a hotbed for, like, subversive activity. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's really a lot of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of inner city youths dying. A lot of murders. Bad. I still love my city. It's still cool. I don't go back as much. My mother and my people are still there. My, you know what I'm saying? I still got family there, people I care for near and dear. Um, Bless my city. Rahm Emanuel, the mayor of Chicago, is stepping down. He will not be uh, He will not be going for re-elect. Bless my city, whoever holds it. After him, please take care of it, man. It's a very touchy situation. A lot of young people dying, man. Uh, dude, like, man, it's been a crazy week, man. I, you know, um, I'm at my new job. I've been here for about a month, a month and a half. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's cool. I, I, I really, I really am not. You know, I'm a person. I'm, I'm a minimalist, yo. I'm not driven by money. You know what I'm saying? As long as I can pay my rent, and my bills, I'm cool. I'm not like. I'm not going to starve, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's a real world out here, you know what I'm saying? A motherfucker like me, I, I got to get it. I got to get them beans. I got to get money. Uh, I'm really thinking on moving to Colorado, 
what I'm hearing so many crazy things like, yo, you got to have something nailed down. I'm, of course, I'm going to have a job when I go before I go out there. I'm trying to set something up before I go out there. But, you know, it's a recreational state. But I'm sure Denver's probably just like Chicago. Any big city is going to be just like your city. I'm not smoking today. Uh, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. But um, we'll be back later. Um, I don't know, man. It's going to be a very eventful situation. i just been going through a lot, man. Like, you know, not no down to shit, just like a lot of, you know what I'm saying, like human shit. Like, I'll turn 31 at the end of this month on the 30th, man. I'm proud of that, man. And I, I don't even feel 31. And it feels kind of, it, it makes me feel like kind of good about myself that I, I like, I, I've matured. You know what I'm saying? It's a good thing. So clap for that. Clap for that. Um... Most deaf. Hey, dude, I, I be late as hell on this music because I don't have, like, any kind of cable outlet. So anything I learn is basically from, like, Breakfast Club, Drink Champs, new shit on YouTube. But I was, like, and you, anybody that, that fucks with me will tell you I fuck with, like, Famous Dex. I like Famous Dex because I think he, like, swaggy as fuck, cool young dude, always got some cool-ass little content. You know what I'm saying? Like, just always him. And I was listening to this song. And uh, I was on Spotify. I'm a Spotify junkie, and I'm on Spotify. And um, he got this song called Taker with Wiz Khalifa. It came out in April. I'm like, why did I miss this shit? And it got me like, yo, I need to really be more on the hip-hop scene. Yo, I've not been, like, getting down on this little track since I heard it. It's incredible. Uh, and a little bit of that tag. You know what I'm saying? It's real tight. It's real up. You know what I'm saying? I know this is the chillest fuck podcast, but the young man is like, I ain't smoking today, so... I'm hella up, you know what I'm saying? I'm hella up. I'm having a good time, man. I'm enjoying myself. Um, I'm in the crib. It's a good feel. It's a good vibe, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I love it all, man. My mother got a kidney not too long ago. I'm so happy about that, man. I don't know if I shared that with y'all. My mother got a kidney. It's really, It was really heavy on my heart. I was really in a place where I felt like I was the only person that could really cure her sickness and give her my kidney. And, like, it's crazy, like, that night, like, a night where I was going to do, like, they get, they give this questionnaire, they send it to your email, I was going to do a questionnaire and whatnot. She, I talked to her that night and, and and told her, like, some shit, like, get my sister on board to, you know what I'm saying, to help me do the questionnaire, whatever, woo, woo, woo. Um, but that night, she's like, they offered her a kidney. It's her sixth try for a kidney. Man, she got the kidney. She's been feeling better. Everything looks good with her doctor. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be crazy, touch and go, because she's in her first year. But I'm so proud of my mother. She's a fighter. She's a great person. She's a wonderful person. Uh, nothing but smiles. My The love of my life. Um, dude, like, I don't know, man. Like, I'm going to talk about these girls, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, I'm 30 years old, right? But I'm still attracted to chicks of a, you know what I'm saying, a younger generation than me. You know what I'm saying? Or in my generation, but younger than me. Um, And these little chicks be out here kooky as hell. You know what I'm saying? They like to, they like to yell. They like to scream. They like to fight. They like to curse. But I, I've been seeing some really attractive ones. And even, you know what I'm saying? I'm not a home record, but even a couple with boyfriends and Whatever that I see that I like, you know what I'm saying? A, a young lady today to me, and she expressed, I'm really, really, really attracted to you. I really like you. But I, I I fall in love fast, and I know that 
I know that that can be a problem and I'm a clinger. And I was like, yo, I have never had a woman come to me like that. So yay for her. She's a great person, man. Very pretty, very cute, very chill, good heart. Man, praise to her. Um, All the women like her. I don't know, man. Like, I, you know, like, I've been taking it easy, man. I've been really, like, drawing off nothing but good. Like, and I tell people, like, at 30 years old, I do nothing but, like, look at everything I've done and everything that I'm going to do. And I'll be like, yo, I can't do shit but express these grand gestures of love. Like, when I, before I fall asleep, I got to, I got to tell people how beautiful they are and how much they've impacted my life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I was given it at such a young age and my mother was there for me and, it really, it really touched my heart. You know what I'm saying? So like every day now, I'm at work. I be like, "Yo, how you feeling?" And a guy, a guy really talked to me, yo. And I was talking to a young lady about how men have a problem expressing their feelings. You know what I'm saying? And the feeling of love is something that should be spread across the land. It's like the the grandest gesture, grand grandest gesture, and highest principle known to man. Love, I feel like. And I was like, "Yo, how you feeling?" And he had been down for a couple of days. He like, "How you?" I'm like, "How you feeling?" And he like, um. He like, man, I'm doing okay, man. Uh, I say, man, well, you know what, man? I woke up with a lot of love, man. He like, God sent you, God sent you to me right now to give me that, man. And I appreciate that because I was talking to my homegirl and I was talking to her. I'm like, yo, I got a lot of love for this young cat, you know what I'm saying? For this man, cause this dude is like wholehearted in his efforts, man. He might be a little aggressive, probably because of where he came from. I'm not gonna knock him, but he a good dude. And he quit the other day, dude. I feel kind of like, you know, I'm kind of disheartened because he's a good dude and we vibe well. Um, love to that brother. Uh, love to anybody that's out here getting it, man, and feel like they're not appreciated, yo. I feel like, yo, you got to be, you got to be kind of like, you got to be a fighter out here, man. It's hard out here. It's a war out here, man. It's the good and the bad, yo. We, you you got to be a fighter and, uh, you know. However you could get it, you know what I'm saying? Like however you could get it is 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 real out here. Um me, I'm I'm chilling, man. I, I really just been like like drawing off the universe with all this good energy, trying to vibe and do good shit, man. I'm about to get into this music. I just need to find the right producer for my sound and the right people to, to touch my sound. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm talented. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm talented. People always let me know I'm talented. I'm advanced as far as this rap thing and it's like so much right now. That it wasn't like it wasn't accessible for young men back in my back in like when I was a teenager to really get into rap. If they even if you know what I'm saying, you had to be talking through a, you had to be talking through somebody else. You had to have connections. But now you can really put yourself on, really like you know what I'm saying, fund yourself and profit off of what you created. So, bravo to that. You know what I'm saying. Uh, and like back to Dex, yo, it's crazy. Like I was that song had me rocking all day, and I was like. And I got to work, and I was like, uh, and like I was watching YouTube videos like a couple days ago. Dexter, like uh, Valentine's Day a couple of years ago, he was shriveling. He like, uh, he like, you know, what he was doing for sh- a chick on Valentine's Day, and he like, you know, you got to step to it. You got to be like, uh, you know, uh, hey baby, how you doing, baby? Uh, yeah, yeah, baby. I wanna do this say I'm gonna eat you like a like a snack cake, and uh, <laughs> Dexter, Dexter. I love that nigga, man. You know, he a real nigga, man. I love all them niggas from my city. A couple of niggas, I fuck with Dex and, and niggas like him because, in any city, because it's hard to really create and it's art and niggas understand, like, like it took me a while to warm up to it. Like, yo, like, niggas is really, 
they really being diligent in their in their efforts to be rappers. So why why should not get them their proper accolades? It's not easy, you know what I'm saying? Because all the people, you know what I'm saying, criticizing your craft. You might not be the best lyricist to them, but yo, you there, you want a bar. I'm going to give all these niggas love. I don't want nobody to die over rap. I think rap is a competition thing, man. It's about emceeing. It's about, you know what I'm saying, giving the people what they want, competition, friendly competition. Nobody should die over something that they enjoy doing or something they get paid to do. You know what I'm saying? It's a way to make money. It's an art form. Man, we got to congratulate all the young rappers out here, especially the ones who come from our cities, man. If you come from a hometown and cats is out there promoting and trying to get that name out there, yo, you should be behind them 100%. Not saying you should put your money out there, but, yo, if they got a CD and you got 2 to to $5 and it's 2 to $5, buy their CD, man. Support these young dudes, man, because they trying to make it. They trying to put something else out here except for this violence. So I got love for any nigga that's choosing to... You know, brand himself and make it like that. You know what I'm saying? It's mad love. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's real, yo. I I appreciate the whole craft. You know what I'm saying? Like as far as weed, like I always say, weed, weed world, weed world. I haven't been smoking lately. Uh, same thing. Cannabis is on the high. They still haven't fully legalized it in Illinois. It's medicinal only. That's cool because a lot of people who need it can get it. You know what I'm saying? It's a better alternative to pills and powder. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that you should put pills and powders in your body because they're, like, hazardous to your organs. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of love. Uh, man, I'm just in my own vibe, bro. Like, I've been really just, like, living off this good shit, man, this good power, this good love. You know what I'm saying? Uh, about about two or three months ago, I decided to dread my hair, man. So, I've been doing that, man, and it's been, like, the most peaceful shit ever, not having to comb my hair and having tight-ass braids in my head. You know what I'm saying? Dreads is so much more easy and of course the world won't look at me kinda of funny because I'm a brown man and I and I and I choose to wear dreads. I mean, but dude, who cares, dude? My mother always told me as a little boy up into a grown man, like, uh they talked about Jesus. And and that's and that's the truth. Somebody's always gonna have something to say about what you're doing and how you're doing it, but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? You gotta rise above it sometimes. Don't even succumb to it because really they love you and they don't even know it. They ain't even peep the fact that they love you, man. You got to be diligent on the fact that you're a great person. You got to stay there on the fact that you're a great person. We all great people. We just got to tap into that universal energy. Um, man, like, I I really am, a, you know what I'm saying? Like, I really ain't been on no religious shit lately, man. But I got a lot of shit to give to people. Like, that's crazy. Like, I'm not really drawing off a religion right now or fucking with a religion right now. But, like, I've, like, dibbled and dabbled enough to where I'm not, like, educated in all of these things. But I feel like, yo, I could give a little bit of information to somebody who wants to do something that I know about. Like, if you want to be Islamic, I could refer a couple books to you about Islam. If you want to be a Jew, I could refer a couple books to you, probably, you know what I'm saying, so forth and so forth. You know what I'm saying? Even, like, something, if you want to be a Buddhist, man, because I've studied them all. You know what I'm saying? Um... Man, I you know, I, I try to stay well-rounded because I don't know who's going to come to me and ask me for advice or, or you know what I'm saying? I like to be kind of well-versed as far as the conversational shit is concerned. You know what I'm saying? Like, I try to stay well-versed and, like, on my feet as far as, like, uh, a lot of these situations are concerned. Uh, I'm, I would say, like, I'm a go-to guy as far as, like, shit I know about. So if you, if you feel like you want some insight, just ask me, man. I might be able to help you or put you in a, in a way of somebody that could really give you some insight because I know a lot of people who do a lot of different shit. Um, I don't know, man. Like, 
I do this, man. I do this podcast because I feel like, yo, I got something to say. It's a good outlet for me. It's therapeutic. You know what I'm saying? And, like, one of my podcasts got 330 listens, dude. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, like, so proud of myself because of that. I'm like, dude, that's, like, me just talking about my everyday life. Just, you know what I'm saying? Shit that I would say to myself or shit that I'm doing in my everyday life. And, like, somebody is out there listening to it. And it, it, it like, makes me feel good that somebody can listen to my everyday life. You know what I'm saying? No matter if they didn't listen to the whole thing, you know what I'm saying? No matter, you know what I'm saying? But I look at Anchor like Anchor is a good thing for somebody like me or persons who feel like they, they have things to say and they don't have an outlet or they don't have people who like thoroughly listen to what they have to say. Dude, Anchor is a good thing for people who are trying to like get their point across. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not really trying to get the point across, but like this is who I am, man. I'm just I'm just a good dude in his own vibe, just doing good shit, man. Just living, man. Um... Dude, like, every day, man, I meet people, I see people, and I always try to give them love. I always try to give them, you know, inspiration and shit like that because it's hard sometimes to... And I, and I experience that shit on a daily, you know what I'm saying? I'm not diagnosed as anything. I believe I have PTSD. I believe most people in the the continental United States have PTSD because we, we go, through much, go through so much and see so much that it's hard not to... You know what I'm saying? Be affected by it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like enigmatic. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 just like it's the whole tone. It's the zone. You know what I'm saying? So I I always try to put good shit in the motherfucker path. Yo, I went to Panera Bread the other day and I hadn't been in like I hadn't been in like I would say like like four years. I haven't been to Panera Bread to eat. And I went to eat there and shit. And I sat down. And I'm like, yo, let me see if these cats got Wi-Fi. So I go in there and I'm eating. And I try to get a Wi-Fi. I'm like, they got Wi-Fi? So I'm all on Instagram and shit because I can't get on Instagram just off my phone. I need like a, a Wi-Fi connection to get on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get on Instagram and do my thing and all this other shit. It was mad tight. Um, I had a great time, dude. And I, and I was talking to a young lady about the work. I'm like, man, that was like a big-ass fucking bonus. Like, I got to go to work and I got to... um. I got to go to work and I, I I got I went to work, made some money, got off work, had a couple dollars in my pocket. I went to Panera, you know what I'm saying? I ate a dope ass meal, good ass, you know what I'm saying, broccoli and cheddar uh soup bread bowl, you know what I'm saying, and uh Wi Fi on flake, you know what I'm saying, on point. It was tight, man. I uh it's like it's like uh the icing on the cake, man, you know. That's cool. You ain't gotta use your data because if you like me, man, where I'm at in the Midwest, man, a lot of people are really on a prepaid vibe, you know what I'm saying? Because I ain't trying to come out of my pocket with $125. Like, I ain't going to lie to you because that could, you know what I'm saying, that could, like, make or break the situation sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you kind of, like, tight on the bread, you know what I'm saying? That's that's a good little vibe. Uh, man, yo, I haven't heard anything about Bill Cosby lately. I hope he's doing good, man. Because, you know, I was, you know, I can look back at times, yo, like, when I was a shorty and, like, Bill Cosby really shaped a lot of the shit, like just that the world is doing. Like if I see when I see successful men, I think about them coming up under their umbrella. That same kind of thing to see people of your same skin tone or similar skin tones doing positive things and like flourishing. You know what I'm saying? Black mother, a, a, a lawyer, father, a doctor, good kids, go to college, all of that. It was it was mad tight for me to see. So. You know, said peace to that brother. No matter what, you know, what I'm saying is going on. I can't, I can't sit there, and, you know, what I'm saying, and, and, and pretend like I was there to actually see what was going on. I have love for Bill because he was a father figure in my life at the time. I felt like I didn't have a father 
You know what I'm saying? And that's not a snub to my dad because me and my dad have like one of the tightest low bonds ever. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I feel like Dr. Huxtable shaped the, he shaped the generation. You know what I'm saying? He shaped the generation. There was a lot of kids that came up under his tutelage. You know what I'm saying? Like, we were kids and we came up under Dr. Huxtable. You know what I'm saying? And like, I was at work the other day and I was, I was talking about like episodes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was talking about how that what was their biggest what was their biggest dilemma in the, in the Huxtable house like and we were talking about it and I was like yo their biggest dilemma was the fact that they could not keep their kids out of the house and they had like intelligent kids smart kids you know what I'm saying like kids who like they set they set this blueprint and these kids were following this you know what I'm saying they went through shit they did shit but they actually was were, were like successful you know what I'm saying like and I'm like, I'm like, the biggest problem for the Huxables was that they couldn't keep their kids out the house. The kids realized that, yo, we come from good, you know, people, you know what I'm saying? Good moral fiber, a good background. So why not go back to that? Every time the kids had a situation or a problem, they went back home, you know what I'm saying? And I remember one episode to where... Everybody was back. I think uh, Sandra and Elvin were back. They brought their kids with them. Denise and her husband and her her uh, stepchild. Uh, Theo and his roommates or whatever. Or Theo and Vanessa came back. They had a house full. And it was just this one moment that just had me, that, that still to this day just has me fucking rolling like, they're in their pajamas. He, Cliff, and, and Claire, and they're like in their pajamas on the couch. And he's like, "We have no wind." In so many words, uh, and he grabs her hand. And he's like, "Let's just go." <laughs> and they just grab hands and just walk out into the kitchen.